Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Going to have a conversation now about the price of food in this country. There's a new report out today, the Canada Food Price Report released this morning. Uh, we've talked a lot about how much food prices have gone up. Well, guess what? It's not over yet. Uh, the anticipation is they're only going to go up. So we'll get into the details on that in just a minute. In the meanwhile, though, we're hearing a lot of different charities around the province saying, hey, this is uh, this is bad. We're, we're, we're facing some real, real hardship here. Edmonton's Food Bank talking about it this weekend. They're really having a hard time dealing with a huge increase in demand, much like many charities all across the province. They're helping about 65,000 people a month. 65,000 a month. That's the size of, you know, like Red Deer. I mean, it's, it's absolutely huge. Uh, the food bank's Tamas and Ben's Knight says, uh, history has shown them they're always first. They're sort of like the canary in the coal mine when things get tough. The cost of everything from basic necessities to fuel, it has gone up. And unfortunately, people on fixed incomes or those individuals that were making it before, but because of these increases, are now having to turn to us to ask for some extra help to make sure that there's food on the table. Yeah, so that's the Edmonton Food Bank, and obviously they're not alone. The need is right across probably the country, I would imagine. Um, so how can you help? If, if you can't make a monetary donation, there's other ways to do it. You can volunteer your time, you can donate some food, whatever the case may be, and uh, every little bit you can do will definitely be helpful. Now, as I said, no relief in sight on this. Unfortunately, the latest Canadian food price report is out. Um, we haven't reached our peak yet. In fact, going into next year, we're going to see food prices continue to rise. We're headed in the wrong direction. Let's get some insight here. We're going to have a discussion now with Stuart Smith, who uh, industry-funded research chair in Agrivood Innovation, one of the authors of the report we're talking about. Stuart, uh, thanks so much for being here. I appreciate your time today. My pleasure. So this report released today says, bottom line, headline, the inflationary period that we've been dealing with for, I don't know, six, eight months now um, is going to continue right into next year, right? Yeah, we're we're estimating that it, we're going to see this for an extended period into 23, and and the projections are that food prices will increase, you know, in a range of another five to seven percent over the the coming year. And when you put that into a you know a dollars uh, perspective, we're talking about another thousand dollars on top of where we are right now, right? Yeah, so that pushes a, a family of four up to just over sixteen thousand uh, dollars for for that family, so about $4,000 a person. Now, is this right across the board, or are certain things being hit harder? Is it everything in the store, or are certain things worse than others? It's all sort of fairly tight in that band. The, the worst one, uh, or the, uh, the high, I guess the highest, is vegetables predicted to rise by up to 8%. Uh, compared to say seafood or restaurant meals, which which we're estimating only maybe five or six percent. Really? Okay. Interesting. Now, what's what's causing this? There's a bunch of. I mean, it's almost like a perfect storm. There's a lot of factors at play here, isn't there? Oh, uh, yeah. Sometimes it feels like you know there's too many to keep track yeah. of, but but sort of the the big three are the just the continued uncertainty from the war in Ukraine that that's going to continue to have market effects. That also ties into 
to, to OPEC and, and the price of oil. So OPEC's cap production again. So we're going to see the price of fuel consider, you know, uh, continue to be high. And then the other one is the fact that inflation's high and debt are, is high here. So the value of the Canadian dollar has been falling. And, and when we buy fruits and vegetables throughout the winter from, from the southern U.S., you know, the, the exchange rate and the, the cost of fuel to transport those the products into Canada continue to push those prices up. Now, we're talking about heading into 2023 with more increases, 5 to 7%. Is there an end in sight, Stu? I mean, are, are we seeing sort of a break anywhere? Well, the, the one good thing is, so, so there's an indice that tracks supply chain disruptions, and it peaked sort of about the end of January, first part of February, mm-hmm. and it's down 75% in the last 11, 10 months. So, so that's a good sign that, that we should see, you know, more more availability of products and and maybe not the you know sometimes you, you can go into the grocery store and and a product's not there or or there's hardly any left right so i think we'll see some easing in in the availability of products what about in prices though does that help i guess it trickles down right i mean they, they, that goes hand in hand yeah because if if it takes let's say you try to move a product from point a to point b and and typically it would be done in two or three days, but due to the delays, it takes five or six. That additional time is fact, and the cost of that then gets factored into those food prices. So, yeah, it should help ease the prices a little bit. Now, and I just we were talking about the food bank before I started chatting with you, and we're hearing this from food banks across the country every single day. Demand is going up. I mean, we're getting to the point now, and you, you know, you're talking like $16,000, you were saying, for a family of four. I mean, it, it's really making it hard for some people to make ends meet, and it, I can just see it just getting worse and worse and worse as we go along. I know, uh, you know. Doing these interviews in the last couple of years, I really feel like the Grinch just yeah, no kidding. coming out, right? It's, it would be wonderful to have a food price report coming out and saying that, you know what, we're, we're predicting prices to de- decrease a couple of percent. That would be much better news. But I was actually, you know, with, with every, all the factors that are affecting us, I was, when we were doing our analysis back in, in September and October, I was expecting the price increase to be 10 to 12%. So, so if there is any good news in this is that, you know, 5 to 7% is, is considerably lower than, than what we faced through much of 2022. And, and in the meantime, you've just got to try and figure out the best way you can to try and cushion that blow. I mean, are there certain changes you can make? Uh, like you say, it's sort of across the board when it comes to different things within the store. But are there different things we can do? Are there certain things that can still be found as a quote-unquote deal? One of the things that we've done, and, and this is more with Sylvan and his group in Dalhousie, but they're finding now that, that just over one-third of Canadians are using uh, coupons from the, the flyers uh, or online coupons yeah. or um, the, the points from credit cards or, you know, those various reward programs. So, so uh, you know, about one out of three is consumers are, are taking advantage of those opportunities to, to help lower their their grocery bills so so that's really good news all right it's uh it's tough all over out there Stu, but we appreciate you breaking down what we might be seeing in the future thanks very much sir Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. 
<laughs> For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.